Welcome to a special episode of Card Authority. Obviously, the really exciting news that Bruyant has just dropped the 2020 brand new select release. We'll just uh, make sure everything's live here while we're obviously doing this a little bit on the fly today. Uh, Jenks, how are you today, mate? I'm good, buddy. I'm good. I'm excited that something has come out that's at least uh, engaging for some conversation now and we can uh, have a bit of a chat with everyone. We have lots of feedback all over socials at the moment, so it's a good opportunity for us to be able to digress a bit and also be able to see how uh, how everyone's feeling about uh, about the release. So, yeah, very exciting. Absolutely. So, look, obviously, we're going to go through the details very in a second and, um, you know, see, you know, talk about what we think about it, make sure this is all working. One sec. Yeah, we're, we're live. Just we're looking live. Yeah. Right. Beautiful, we're live. Um, yeah, so actually I closed my screen. So it's basically 42 cards. So there's 36 cards, two players per team, and then six redemption double signature cards um, at a price point of $150 per box. 2100 boxes and they're going to do a release of uh three lots of 700 they say um that's if everything gets released but you know let's take it on their word that it is going to be at the moment so i think two o'clock six o'clock and nine o'clock i believe i'm just pulling up the information now um first of all Let's talk about the price point because obviously that seems to be the, the you know, I guess the thing that people have mentioned. Where do you think $150 a box sits at the moment? Uh, well, obviously, no one had any idea this was coming, let alone us. We have been speculating uh, about a few different things. And fortunately, obviously, we seem to speculate to each other when we were talked about it late last night as well that we yep. thought there was some sort of release coming in if it, if it was either going to be supremacy but if not supremacy it would be some other very premium release um, yep. under a, di a different name which would be there to sort of fill that void um, price point like specific to the question about the price point I think it's probably about right I said you know just before when that first when the live video first started up and you and I were chatting and I, I mentioned I thought it would probably be around $150 mark and um, yeah, it actually obviously landed at $150. I think it's about right. Cards numbered to 50, 180 points stock, super limited release, super premium product. When you stack it up against cards of similar numbering and rarity, then you know, it sort of it answers its question. I, I wouldn't want to be you having to go after the Dustin Martins here because you're, you're looking at big, big numbers here on the Dusty, big numbers. Yep. Yeah, well, and, and that's sort of my gut feeling. I, I look at probably, and we'll talk about the cross of or the selection of players shortly, but, you know, whether it's the Dusty or the Pendles or the Crips or the Bonapelli or, um, you know, any of those probably key players, if you happen to land one of those for $150, well, I think you've got an absolute bargain. But I guess I'll put it to you, you know, are you going to be satisfied if you get a Sam no. Ross? No, you know what I mean? For no, no. Um, I'm, I'll be honest. I'm not overly satisfied that Seb Ross is the player that's been picked in the series. I, I'm just, uh, you know what? I, I'm, I was about to say, like, I'm not criticizing Select, but it is a, a actually somewhat of a, a criticism that I don't know how they keep getting this wrong with Seb Ross as the player they keep selecting for the high-end cards. If you were to look at the sentiment at the footy club, he would not be in the top five players in terms of supported in terms of supporter base, and as a result of that, that translates through to the collector base as well. 
this is a perfect opportunity again for them to pick one of these absolute gun players that's in the squad that's been performing. I, I, and I'm sure that there's other teams and, and collectors and supporters of other teams would feel the same way potentially about the, the player selection that they have. I can only speak on, on the St Kilda side. To me, it's disappointing that it's Seb Ross. Nonetheless, I still obviously need the cards from my master set and I need low set cards, all that sort of stuff as well. So I'll still have to collect this just like any other release. But uh, I, I think that's... That's a, a missed mark for them. If that card was like a Jack Steele or even like a Rowan Marshall or really like a number of other players, it could be worth two or three times what it will be worth, in my opinion. Yeah, so having a look at this, and I guess, you know, probably to touch on that, you know, clearly from what we're hearing, this set was put in place probably six or nine months ago. There were some talks that it would perhaps was being produced a little bit quicker. But from the information we've kind of heard today, it was probably organised six months ago. Um, I guess if you go through the list, let's talk about the current day players at the moment. You know, Rory Sloan will be collectible. Zorko, uh, uh, Patrick Cripps will be, Pendlebury will, Dylan Shield will be, Fife will be, Dangerfield, Taranto, but no real collector base. Um, Lacocious is an interesting one, and Harbrow for Gold Coast. Tom Mitchell, obviously collectible. Max Gorn, I've already had a yeah. couple of Melbourne supporters tell me that they can't believe it's Max Gorn again. Um, Jack Zebel is obviously okay. Bokes, okay for Port supporters. Dusty is going to be a nightmare. Seb Ross, we've talked about. Isaac Heaney for Sydney, uh, okay, and Luke Shuey for West Coast and Pontepelli. So I kind of feel like the majority of those are always going to land. Yeah, yeah, they're going to land yeah. over one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. some of these legends, it kind of feels a little bit high flyers all over again. Where some of these cards, I think you're going to be able to pick up for a steal. You know what I mean? Unless you're a you know, obviously Lee Matthews is a great card. Lou Richards is a great card. John Coleman's a good card. Um, you know, excuse me if I forget any of these. Obviously, we're doing this on the fly. Robbie Flowers is a good card. Wanganine's a good card. Um, Jack Dyer is a good card. Bulldog for St Kilda is a good card. Bob Skilton's a good card. Actually, maybe there is a little bit more there. Chris Mayne Waring, uh, we'll have to see what West Coast supporters say. Um, and Ted Whitten, obviously, is going to be very collectible. Um, obviously, guys, look, you're firing heaps of questions through. We'll try to get through as much of the content we can quickly. Um, I guess for me, the, the gold frame cards really look interesting. Um, the signatures for me are a little bit underwhelming. I feel like that some of the team selections and the signatures, and it's probably a little bit to do with logistics, um, seem a little bit underwhelming. How, how do you... What's your read on those? So, so am I right that each of the, the six signatures and each one represents two teams or are any of them single team? Yeah, so there's a Collingwood one with both the Rocker brothers. There's an Adelaide one with Darren and Andrew Jarman. Geelong, you've got Stuart Lord and Alistair Lord. To be honest, I don't really know much about them. Um, then you've got the Burgoynes, Peter and Sean, which is Port and Hawthorne. Then you've yeah. got Justin and Simon Madden, which is Carlton and Essendon. And then you've got the Jakovic brothers, Glenn and Allen for West Coast and Melbourne. So, yeah. you know, notably, there's no St Kilda there. There's no Richmond there. Um, Essendon and Collingwood are covered. Hawthorne, uh, no, yeah, Hawthorne's covered. You know, there's no Sydney. There's no, uh, obviously, none of the new teams like GWS, Gold Coast, any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, I just feel they're a little bit underwhelming. Um, 
in terms of the signature cards, look, I, I love the idea of dual signature. I'm a massive fan of these multi-signatures. And also I've come to appreciate the AFL signature product a lot more now because of how much on the international releases that there's all, it's all off-card sticker autos. Um, so on that basis, from a general perspective, yeah, I, I really love the idea of the dual autos. I think they'll have significant value. What's their number? Are they to 50 as well? To 50 as well, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're going to be worth serious money. They're going to be worth serious money. Yeah. Like yep. that, that, especially like that Collingwood one is going to be worth serious, serious coin. Oh, absolutely. And, and I look, almost don't like you'd be battling between the Dusty base, the Pendles base, and the dual Sig for card of the series there, yeah? Yeah, look, I think the Dusty, as with all Dusty stuff, and obviously I know that intimately is going to be horrendously expensive, um, you know, and look, you know, obviously Lynn, who did the, the live show, was talking about the weight in the cards with these metal frames and borders. I imagine it being that they're 180 point, they're going to be pretty serious cards. You know, you know what? You know what? Here's the thing. We're actually like uh, reflecting on it right now. And, you know, obviously this is all brand new and I'm still trying to digest the information myself that, that's obviously just come out. I hadn't even factored in that, that it's not just one 180 point stock, but there's actually metallic border and everything on these things. So we're talking about, in terms of a physical sense, a, a level up again on supremacy in terms of the physicality of the product. And that has to add value to it as well. You know what, like you start to look at all these different aspects, the, the low numbering to 50, the physical aspect of the card, and then some of the players these things are actually going to be a serious, serious money on the secondary market, I think. And Connor, the, the lovely lady that was doing the preview, her name is Lynn Gilmartin. She's um, actually the WPT World Poker Tour anchor. She's um, a Melbourne girl and uh, someone who I know pretty well, actually, through my poker days. So make sure you guys speak nicely about her because she's an absolute ripper. She's an awesome girl. And she did a fantastic job today. Um, oh, I, I thought that, I thought that was so good today. That was we just we said as soon as we turned it on and the even the music came on yep. with the skin with the skin screen and everything like what everyone's looking at right now for Card Authority. You and I both commented to each other immediately. Wow, this is already a step above in terms of professionalism and quality that Selectors has done anything before. And and look, notwithstanding the fact that there was she obviously had notes and there was a lot of scripting and stuff, it was fantastic. Like that that it was just clean. That was a clean. Promotion reveal. It, I, I thought it was really well done. Credit to Select and good on Lynn as well. I thought that was uh, really, really well done. Absolutely. Like, so, like, here's the thing. As I said, like my only criticism at this point is, as a St Kilda collector, is that I'm not a big fan of Seb Ross on a personal level. I wish it was another card. Um, there's obviously no signature for St Kilda. It's going to be a cheap collection for Saints collectors, which is fantastic for us. Um, but all, all in all, it looks like it's quite a, a very, very high quality product. They're going down the path of what's being done on the international level, which is do not dilute the market with a huge volume of product um, and a huge volume of, in terms of the numbers of each individual product. It's release a variety of different levels of product and stagger those releases out so you don't dilute and oversupply the market. So I'll, I like it. I like it. My first impressions are very, very positive at this stage. 
All right, so let's uh, obviously we've got heaps of questions coming through, and we will try to answer them if you guys do shoot through specific ones. But um, certainly, everyone chuck in your comments what you're thinking about it. Let's let's answer a, a couple of questions which we know are going to come out of this. Is it a product that is going to be suitable for breaking? Yeah, are you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking so. you. Yep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Here's the thing: like people in AFL are not necessarily used to a single card super premium product. However, anyone who collects other NBA, NFL, MLB, or any of those other big US products and goes in breaks would know that there is products like this, and you know, or people who do hit parade or memorabilia breaks and things like that as well. Yes, there is the ability to break it. It does appeal to a different sort of mindset. My expectation would be is that. It can't just be broken as a single product. You can't just do a break of one of these boxes with one card in it. It's something that would need to have multiples incorporated into a broader break. So maybe you could have some dominance and something else and one or more of these in there. Um, yep. It adds adds massive hit value and massive chase value. So yeah, okay. the question is going to be is can people get stock really? That was going to be our next question. Do you think that the way that it's structured, so as we said at the top of the show, it's going to be limited to two boxes per address. So if anyone's sitting there thinking that they're going to get their wife or their girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever to go and order for them as well, that will not work. They will cancel the orders. Um, do you think that breakers are going to be able to actually get their hands on a large enough quantity of these to be able to break them? Um, hard to say. Uh, look, the, the breakers seem to still have stock from dominance, which should have essentially run out two months, uh, you know, six weeks ago. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know where everyone seems to be getting their stock, but it seems like if people are determined to do it, they'll find a way to find it. That's okay. that. And even if, even if that's a situation of every, per, every man and their dog goes out and manages to get their two boxes, and then just like what Cherry did with their bounty, it's changed the game, it's changed the, the industry, it's changed the hobby um, in a different way. And, and uh, people will, the breakers will acquire product from the secondary market. So I wouldn't expect that you would ever see this product breaking at 150 let alone $200 a unit. This is probably not even going to happen. Well, that was going to be my next question. So the first people that get these, if they do choose to move them on, what do you think these are going to be sold for on eBay straight out of the gate? Uh, I think just because of the demand at a break level for people to tr attempt to hit them and also probably at a, at a raffle or res level, random level, uh, I would think probably 250 straight off the bat. Yeah, I would have thought 300. I think they're going to pretty much yeah. be double straight off the bat. Yeah. Um, do you think due to the price point, and I guess you mentioned about dominance, that obviously a lot of people that bought dominance suddenly were able to flip it for a large amount of money. And it was a big amount of money. It was $2,800. They could get 4000 instantly. The fact that these are $150 each, do you think more people are going to choose just to take the chance and open it themselves? It feels yeah, like right. it's a more breakable product yourself rather yeah, than a resale. It all depends what people can actually get because it's also going to be like, imagine it's an entire box with one packet and the packet only has one card in it. So it's you only get one, there's one thing to open. So it's going to be a huge build up to one little microsecond of time. And unless you hit your PC or some other monster, you're going to be left sitting there going, well, what now? Like. Yeah. I'm used to opening packets and packets 
when I did Supremacy, that was different because it was a box, but at least there was the excitement that there was 10 cards to go through. There's one card here, so and that's uh, it costs as much as a box. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it could, it could. It's interesting. It's gonna. There's gonna be. It's that high. It's gonna be a lot of people let down, but like in in that in sense of opening it, and then a lot of people just like, wow, this is huge. You know, are you euphoric. So yeah, what I actually you know, again, you know, this information is an hour old, but I feel like this is a, an amazing product for the secondary market because realistically, if you go and buy one box and open it. You've got a one in seventeen chance, or one in eighteen chance of getting the team that you actually want. I feel like there's going to be a huge amount of these cards that are going to trade hands. Yeah, yeah, it's unprecedented. This is this is new for AFL. Supremacy was new. Even Prestige was unprecedented. An in between series parallel set. This is unprecedented, but we're ready for it. The yep. market is ready. The hobby is ready. And as much as there's some people and, and whatever, there's no right or wrong, it's sentiment. Some people will be negative that cash grab, new release, whatever, no doubt, no doubt. It's an opportunity for a manufacturer to release a product because there's a really hot market at the moment. But at the end of the day, we, the people, are fueling that market. If we don't want it, they don't make it. So yep. clearly, we all speak with our wallets because we bought up everything else that came out in 2020. So we want it. So Absolutely. bring it. Let's do it. Yeah. And uh, look, Lindsay just made a point. He he thinks it's going to be a set for traders. Well, I think that's right for a certain extent if you've got the higher end stuff. But I know me personally, like, what the hell am I going to trade for a Dusty? You know what I mean? I'm going to have to, yeah, get lucky or buy it is pretty much my guess. Um, You know, we might... Yeah, sorry. Go, go, go. I was going to say this could be, you know, a huge unicorn hunting segment. Like, I feel like there's going to be tons of people trying to hunt down these cards for their collections. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, here's the thing, like, I'm a big... I don't, agree. I don't agree with you there, Peter, but um, I don't know if breakers are going to be able to get as much as you think they probably will. Yeah. And uh, look, as, as we've discussed before, that uh, everyone has a part in the hobby and in the industry, so whether they're breakers, collectors, speculators, investors, whatever it is, it's all part of the ecology that is trading cards. And people can look at everything with a negative skew, half full, half empty approach, whatever it is they want to do. But the reality is the hobby, the collector's market, the card trading industry at a global level, at a domestic level, has changed hugely this year. And people can either embrace it or not want to participate in it. That's totally up to them. But continuing to be salty about it probably doesn't doesn't help your own situation. You know, people need to accept that breaks are something that's there now. Rant, raffles are something that's there now. Sales yep. through eBay are there. Sales through Facebook are there. Different platforms exist. All these things are part of it and it's what's creating more interest in the hobby and more people coming in. Again, it, it comes down to that situation of people don't like the idea that it costs more to attain cards now but they often don't reflect on the fact of everything that they got prior to that date is worth a lot more than what they got it for in the first place as well. So it's all it's all relative. It's got that equal that equal balance. Um, now, with what you were saying about the trading situation, I'm a huge believer in trade bait. Most people that I engage with in cards know that I often try and 
buy the right cards for the right prices that are not from my team in order to hold them for a future trade opportunity. And in 2020, it has been so important for me in terms of having that trade inventory because there's so many cards now that have skyrocketed in value straight off the mark that I have needed the trade inventory and the cards to be able to use to, to attain those. So I absolutely agree with what a few people have said in the comments here about this is a real traders set here because card value is going to be really high on this. This is the type of stuff that might be able to draw out those unicorn captain signatures and those cards that people are really looking for because if you don't hit one, and you don't want to pay big dollars for something, the only opportunity to get one of these really nice cards from this series will be to trade something else that's desirable for it. Absolutely, and look, um, Ricky's question got cu cut off here. Uh, what's a base going to be worth knowing that only 50 cards are made unless it's highly big players? I cannot see them selling more than 150. I kind of disagree with that, Ricky. I think that the majority of the current day players will all get over 150. Um, yeah, our quick scan of all the, the, the base cards, I don't think there's going to be many except, you know, the Seb Ross kind of situation. Um, Connor, $400 for Dusty. Well, I'll buy 50 of them at that price. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a $1,000 or $1,500 card is my guess. Um, okay, well, look, we won't tie everyone up too long. I guess we're going to obviously talk about this more in our normal show, which we will do mo no doubt probably over the weekend. We'll let everyone sort of digest and think about this. There is going to be, um, obviously we'll post all the details on card authority. So just so everybody knows, the, excuse me, the release is next Tuesday. There's going to be three different release times, two o'clock, six o'clock and nine o'clock, Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Um, a limit of two boxes per household. So please make sure you guys are aware of that. Orders will get cancelled. There's only 2,100 boxes. So I'm guessing these things are going to sell out super quick, like in under a minute would be my guess. Um, I don't know. What do you think, James? I'm just looking at the comments here for a second. We are getting a lot of comments obviously coming through. Jono Michaels, for anyone who doesn't know Jono, Jono... Uh, is involved in the uh, MJ NBA page. One of the biggest NBA breakers around that's emerged during this whole period of COVID and is uh, is huge. And Jono is just saying he'd love to he'd love to jump on. I don't know if we can do it. Maybe we can flick him a link and connect him in. I don't know if it's even possible. Well, probably not today because obviously we're all running a little bit short. It's the middle of the day. But Jono, maybe we'll sure. get you on. Maybe we'll get you on next week and um, you guys can have a chat about this talk about it from a breaker's perspective. So, yeah, that'd be great. I thank you. And obviously keep up the great work that you guys are doing there at MJ's. Make sure you go and check them out. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Stephen Costello makes a really good point there as well, actually. Let me get um, that way. Yep, here we go. Yeah, so, so obviously I think Connor just said he thought he was thinking around 400 for a Dusty. I was just telling you before, well, you were more telling me, geez, I'm going to get done here for a, for a Dusty on this series. And I'll be honest, AJ, I think your assessment and Mr. Costello's assessment, based on number and card quality and everything else, you guys could be looking at the low side value of what this thing could be worth. Because let's start stacking it up against other stuff. Showstopper, Dominance card, Green Parallel, all very valuable cards numbered between what are they? 60 and yeah, all the 60s, yeah. yeah. 
All numbered to 60, printed on between 35 and 55 points stock from normal series of cards or series two product. Bang, Mario Demetrio, that is correct, my friend, I think. Yep. I think it's just straight off the bat 1500, and I think that I feel sorry for the Tigers and the Dusty Collectors here, but the reality is history and even recent history and all the historical data is going to indicate that the demand for a card numbered only to 50 of Dustin Martin and especially a premium high-quality release, this is, that is, this is serious, uh, serious bucks here. Yeah, that's good from you, Aaron. There will be a shitload of PM sent. Yeah. Um, and I'll just state for the record too, if anyone does come across a Dusty, um, if you want to be immortalized here at Card Authority, you make sure you hit me up with it and we will work out a deal. <laughs> um, yeah, please. That's very serious. Anyone that gets Dusty, come and find me and uh, I'll make sure you get looked after. Um Okay, so look, again, guys, there's going to be heaps of info about this. There's going to be heaps of chat about this over the next couple of days until the release on Tuesday. Um, we will talk about it next week. We'll definitely do a show before release date. Um, just make sure you realise there's three release times, 2 o'clock, 6 o'clock, and 9 o'clock, I believe. Next Tuesday, right? Next Tuesday in yeah, Melbourne time. The checklist is up at the Select website. I think we've also got it on the Card Authority. You'll also be able to find it on Good Vibes too. Um, yeah, we'd love to hear your feedback. Obviously, post your questions. Um, let us know what you think. And we're certainly going to be talking about this for the next couple of weeks because clearly everyone is still hanging to talk AFL and get involved in AFL cards. So it's going to be a really interesting couple of weeks. Yeah, and again, I actually think a really smart move by Select in terms of keeping the market going, knowing that the season, we don't know what the next season looks like, and as a result, Series 1 is potentially going to be pushed back to a later stage. With the market being as hot as it's been over the last 6 to 12 months, and we could see the signs things were, were really starting to cool down, we've seen a minor correction, but I think this is actually really perfectly timed as well. I think... I think, again, it can be viewed from, from different sides of the coin here, but I actually think it's a, it's a very smart move. It's a limited release. It fills a gap, but it's giving people something quality and something good. This isn't just the, the you know, the parallel Christmas set release from 2018 that is often talked about as not a good comparison you want to put up against things. So, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah I think this is a really good move. Well done to, to those guys. Yeah, yeah and, and well done, Select. You know, it's great that they're really aware of how the momentum that there is in the marketplace. Um, we obviously feared that it might not be, or it could be a couple of things. We had pretty good mail that it was going to be something similar to this. But, you know, well done, guys. Well done, Select. And um, well done for the community that clearly is getting around it. Um, yeah, very exciting times. Yeah. And uh, it is exciting times. I can just see again from the comments the amount of new people that are even on Card Authority here that I've never seen these names before. And I think that's really indicative of just how much the hobby and the marketplace and the industry does continue to grow on, on a daily and, and a weekly basis. So NBA starting to obviously heat up again right now as well. So I think we're in actually for a, a huge Christmas and summer period, which it's traditionally the opposite in trading cards. Normally things slow a bit. I think we've had the slow part already and we're starting to boom right back up again now. 
Yeah, just quickly, Tim Clark's post, a missed opportunity not to incorporate draft picks into this release and move the market to chase rookies. Instead, they're printing the same players. I don't know, Tim, we're not quite ready. We're not at the NBA status yet. They want to make sure that they've got a stacked product here that's going to hold its value. I think the number 35 pick draft pick coming in a box you paid $150 for is probably not the right move. But, I mean, time will tell. Plus, also, this is something clearly they put together six months ago. So... Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think there's a lot of rumours obviously around already. We're only an hour and a half after announcement. There's a lot of rumours going, oh, they've just come up with this in the last six weeks or something like that. And oh, no, I definitely, no that, that is not the case. This is definitely, this looks like a, this would have been planned very early in the year. Yeah, very I, early I, I agree. In the year. And, and a combination, like there's, you know, obviously we've got a bit of mail about that for, from some pretty solid sources there. But just the player selection, I think, indicates as well that it was select the player selection was done either before the season even commenced or very very early in the season no doubt about it yeah and, and look thank you everyone i'm obviously getting a ton of messages here privately too um as you are so, as well yeah. um, we'll certainly look aim to get back to all you guys it's an exciting time it's nice to have plenty of new cards to talk about before christmas <laughs> Um, yeah. But anyway, look, we'll finish it up for today. Make sure you check the Card Authority website. Also, really good vibes. We've got heaps of information on both those platforms. So make sure you check out Select. Um, again, we will be back before the release. But obviously, you know, let's hope everyone gets a box or a box or two. And, um, yeah, it's fun for everyone. And everyone find me a Dusty, all right? That's what I want. I need a Dusty. Um, but thank you, Jenks. Thanks for making some time today. Thank you to all our viewers. We've had an immense amount of questions and interaction today. So check out the cardauthority.com.au website where you've got all our shows and all our previous podcasts. We're also now on Spotify, YouTube, um, Apple, Apple Podcasts, yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff. So give us a follow, give us a subscribe, get involved. And uh, thank you. All right, guys. See you on the next proper episode. Can't wait to talk more about this when we've got more details. <laughs>